Sugargrass, a podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wee and Kelly McVeigh, now part of the Digitent Family Podcast. How's it going, guys? You're not ready for us to record? No. Why? No. Well, are you ready now? No. Can I do a really quick one? No. Bean, you want to say hi to the listeners? Uh-uh. Go ahead. Say hello, listeners. No. Thanks for joining I'm us. I'm not ready. You're not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. Oh my god, this is the weekly roundup. Stop. Okay, so Bean is like really obsessed with Bluey right now. And Bluey is like a New Zealand, it's it's by it's by New Zealand writers and producers and stuff. And these little dogs, it's like a family of dogs, and they and they have an accent. So she just asked for brekkie, which in New Zealand and, and Australia, that's what they call breakfast. That's hysterical. <laughs> this little, the little dog kid always says, oh, biscuits. And she's starting to say that all the time. She's going to have an Australian accent soon. That's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> How are That's you? Funny. I'm good. How was your trip? Okay. So here's the thing, listeners. It's a, it's a medium shit show since I've spoken to you, Kelly. It's like a medium level shit show. I feel like we're always at a low level shit show. Well, at least I'm yeah, speaking. We're at a medium level shit show. We still had a great vacation. Okay. So five days before we're supposed to leave, we're supposed to leave. My dad has a medical emergency. Okay. Which I'm not going to go too far into, but it, it means that they can't go anymore. <laughs> oh no. I know. And it's, it was one of those things where I was so sad, but it is better that he didn't travel at 12 hours on a plane, oh you know, my if he's God. not feeling well. Is he okay? He's okay. He's also 80 and, you know, things happen and it's very, it's a reality check. So your dad is 80. He is. That's older. Yeah, because, um, you know, my parents actually, even though they're that boomer generation, they didn't have us too early. Like they had us, at, you know, my dad was 32 when my sister was born and 34 and then 40 when my brother was born. So they didn't have us too early in yeah. life. They, yeah. they honestly waited till they migrated here to have us. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's doing fine now, but he, we were very sad and we had to re, we couldn't cancel the trip, nor did we want to cancel the trip, but you know, we had to reframe it as a mother-daughter trip and a trip to go see our, you know, Uncle Chris, my brother. Yeah. I put it out to all my friends and said, if you can get there, you have somewhere to stay for a week. So, but as we all know. Listen, I didn't get that freaking invite. Like, Sorry. I put, you put it out to all your friends. Like, I listen, li- I am literally the person that would have jumped on an airplane and, like, would have shown Kelly, up. Kelly, I'm so sorry. I didn't even think about you. Like, I put it out I'm to all teasing. my friends who live here. I'm totally teasing. It's an obviously a quicker flight from where you live. And listen, we all know how crazy I am. I have dance recital, but I I had dance recital last week, but I am literally the person that would jump on a plane and do something crazy like that. Well, then that's the thing. Out of the people that I know here, there are just a handful, like two, three, four that, that have the type of life that they could just F off and get on the plane because you have to have a little bit of, you have to have a little bit of money. Yes. And you have to have no responsibilities pretty much. 
That's tricky. Yeah, that's hard. Like, man. Well, all of us have responsibilities, even though a person who ended up coming, she has responsibilities, but not in the same fashion. Like, she's an actress. She had a bunch of auditions right beforehand, but her week was kind of clear. So she was able to do that. And she came with us for half the trip. She was only able to do half the trip. I love that, though. Yeah, so she came, and we had a wonderful time. We met Mickey. We met Goofy. We met Stitch. Moana, there was a really long line to see Moana every single time, so I skipped it. But we, like, looked at her. And waved. Yeah. So how did being, because, listen, I think that kids go one of two ways with. um, Yeah, so I was wondering, too. Mickey, Pluto, all of those things. Is she all in or is she fearful? No, she was excited, but quietly excited. Yeah. Like, she didn't have the exuberant like outward response she also wasn't scared of them she was also very interested um but like you can tell you know with toddlers sometimes they want to get your reaction before they react yeah so she would see the mickey she would look at me and i would give her encouragement and then she would get you know it's so funny yeah yeah i love that though um and then the mild shit show Continued when we got back because the moment I got back, my computer didn't work at all. I don't know what you do. Which we all know. Like, it, after you're on a vacation, the first thing you need to do is get back on your computer. Yes. 100%. And to, like, mitigate mitigate the, the firestorm that is on your computer and all your emails while you haven't been really paying attention that much. Although I had it with me and I was paying a little bit of attention. Um, like I was checking my emails, but, uh, so I just got my computer back yesterday, Kelly. It is like in the week that I didn't have it, I was using an older computer and man, I appreciate this thing so much. It's like a spaceship compared to my older computer. Cause it was like, my old computer was already old when I replaced it. Right. Yeah. So, uh, not that that's that thrilling for this podcast, but, uh, and then me and Bean, I've been coughing since like, I'm not contagious, but I have a cough that has been like three, four weeks. Okay. And then Bean came back with congestion. Not surprisingly. Yeah. I mean, the plane. Is that her first? No, she's ridden on No, plane. she's ridden on a plane once before. She did great, by the way. Yeah. She did good. great on the plane. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's been about three weeks since I've seen you and it's a lot. Are you circling back with your parents in any way? Like once your dad is feeling better, are you guys going to Yeah, to- so we'll probably, me and Bean will do a trip this summer that includes a Delaware and a, and a South Carolina. So we'll okay. do like a 10-day, you know, I'll just completely forego all the dreams of making tons of money here and just go on yes. trips. Mm. So what's been, how was the dance recital? It was good. You know, okay. I'm like, I'm older I'm older I keep saying that I'm older but I only taught one class last year like I taught a lot of bar but I only taught one physical dance and so it's like I don't have a lot of I I don't want to say not a lot of responsibility but like I don't have dances and I don't have to be on the side of the stage to help with little kids like I am out of that phase you know what I mean so I'm more just like support. I got to be run the spotlight for a little bit to back up to someone, which was fun for me for some reason. 
Um, but it was good. It's just such a busy May is always, always slammed. And as Bean gets older, you'll find this. Like I, every year when I'm like in tears and like at, at my breaking point, it takes a lot to get to me at a breaking point as far as things to do, because I always have a lot of things to do and I thrive off of having a lot of things to do. But every May I get to the space where I'm just like losing it and I'm at a breaking point, but it's because it's spring concert, dance recital rehearsals, dance recital, um, field day, last day of school, awards banquet, like everything gets shoved into May because it's the end of the school year. And I always am in this place. Like, why do I feel it's like, I forget. And then I'm like, why do I feel like this? Why do I feel crazy? So, I mean, dance recital, it's like, there's a dance recital Friday night. There's a dance recital Saturday. Emerson had a field trip on Sunday that I needed to get her to. I had two dance recitals on Sunday and then you get home at like 1030 on Sunday night and you have to get up at six o'clock on Monday morning and take everyone to school and have lunches packed. And you know what I mean? I just was like, I am melting. That sounds terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> Sorry. It's so terrible. And then Monday morning, I mean, listen, I, Mason wouldn't care that I'm telling this story, but we live like 25 minutes from where they go to school currently. And they're tired. It's the end of the school year. They're dragging. But like Mason's gifted. He's a smart kid. Anyway, one day we get to school and like we're in the parking lot and he's like, I didn't bring shoes. Like he went out to the garage in the morning. We leave at like 630 in the morning and he got in the car just in socks and we drive to school, which is like 25, 30 minutes away. And he didn't bring shoes with him. And I'm literally like, I'm going to lose my mind. You know what I mean? It's all those little things at the end of the school year. So or like they're losing they their minds too. Yes. And Emerson, like one day we get to school and she's like, I was supposed to bring a Reese cup for a project. And I'm like a Reese cup. And she's like, yeah. She's like, remember, I had you buy a Reese cup the other day at the grocery store. So I had bought the Reese cup and just put it in the cupboard. She didn't tell me what it was for. She just said she needed a Reese cup. I got a Reese cup. And then we get to school and she's like, I need a Reese cup. So I like drop her off. I drop Mason off. I go to the store. I get a Reese, just a gas station, get a Reese cup, take it back to school. It's just like end of the school year. I, I do way better with, because those things always happen when you're a mother but like, it's like everyone's tired and everyone knows it's so close to the end. And then when these things happen, it just feels so much bigger and harder because you're tired. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you're already like the, the cup is already full and you add a couple more drops of water and you're just like, I'm going to over, it's going to spill over. Um, what'd you yeah. do about the shoes that day? I literally, this is, I don't know if it's embarrassing to say or not. We went to Walmart and oh, I bought- Of course, that's what I would have done too. I mean, listen, I'm not one. First of all, he has to be at school at 8.05. So like Kohl's, Target, the mall, none of those things are opened, right? The only thing really that's opened is Kroger and Walmart. Why is it embarrassing to go to Walmart? Well, it's not. Everyone goes to Walmart, but right. it's like I sent him to, like I went and bought shoes at Walmart and I'm like, listen, you're, you're wearing these black. And he couldn't go into Walmart with me to- pick out shoes he because didn't have he shoes. doesn't have shoes on. So I'm literally like putting my wallet up to his foot to like, try to decide exactly what shoe size he needs. 
um, to go in and buy shoes. And then okay, I Okay, but you guys know his shoe size, I'm sure. No, no, I literally, anyone that knows me, it's like a joke. My Does kids, he know his shoe size? No, no, no. Mason, <laughs> if Mason can't remember his shoes, he doesn't know his shoe size. I literally am like, do you think you're, like, I have no clue. I don't remember kids' birthdays, ages. I don't remember anything ever. It's like a joke. Everyone jokes around. Even when I take the kids to the doctor, they'll say like, what's their birthday? And yeah. I'll be like, June you, 30th. You said this. Yes. Yeah. And I'll Okay. Look. So I'll that look. includes shoe sizes. So you went to the yeah, Walmart. No what kind of shoes yeah. did you get? Well, I, I went into Walmart and I bought Crocs. Okay. Like not real Crocs, but Crocs. Cause all the kids wear Crocs right now. And I bought a tennis shoe. I take them both out. They don't fit. They're way oh. too big. Okay. I go back into Walmart and the, the lady, and I, listen, I'm at this, I'm, I'm You're showing up there. Listeners, yeah. like I am over my head at, like, I'm just like over it. And I go in and the customer service desk isn't opened. Cause I want her just to exchange them. Yeah. And the lady's like, well, she's not going to be, she's back there, but she's not opening till eight 30. And I'm like, well, his school starts at eight Oh five. I just bought tennis shoes. I don't want to go buy new tennis. I just want to exchange them. And she's like, well, I don't, she's not, she's not ready yet. And I'm like, so you mean to tell me that I am going to have to just keep two pairs of tennis shoes? I was being bitchy, which is not normally like me. Anyway, I go back to get another pair of tennis shoes. I come back and she's like, she's going to do it for you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's what she should do. That's called customer service. Anyway, so I get but Mason chose the tennis shoes over the Crocs. Okay. Which I'm kind of surprised by. And he didn't, it, he, it didn't face him at all. Like he wasn't like upset that he was wearing, like wearing these tennis shoes. Like he could have cared less. The tennis shoes are downstairs in his room. They'll probably, he'll probably never wear them again. <laughs> but why? Because they're just generic and not cute. Well, Mason, well, a couple reasons I'll tell you. Mason likes, easy he wants slide in slide out like his are his go-to's because he doesn't have to bend over and tie his shoes like listen <laughs> this is the kid leaves his shoes at home he does also doesn't want to tie a pair of shoes so these are tie tennis shoes so that's one thing strike against them okay yeah like that's probably the main thing it's not I'm sure he's not opposed to wearing these tennis shoes again but he's probably not going to wear the tennis shoes how much again. are tennis shoes at Walmart like 20 bucks yeah, I want to say they were like fifteen ninety nine. Oh, okay. It wasn't even about the money. It just was more that like, oh no, like you get there, there's no shoes, and then it added five more steps because you got to the Walmart, you had like four steps of the Walmart, and then what time did you get? Would you guys get back back to school? I got him to school on time because here's the thing: wow. Emerson starts, Emerson starts a half an hour before him. Okay. So I always normally drop Emerson off. And then I normally, what I really do is I park at Mason school and I jog for 30 minutes and he sits and plays on his phone. If it's nice out, if it's cold out, we run to my parents' house or. I'm very impressed with you right now. Why? Cause you jog for 30 minutes. There's no way I would have done that. Zero, <laughs> zero well, chance. Listen, so this is like the day that I'm just like, and listen, running makes me mentally more stable. Sure. Like I, I understand I need that little burn. So then it's like, we get to school. He has no shoes and he's literally like, I don't have shoes. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I didn't bring my shoes. 
And I'm like, why didn't you bring your shoes? And he's like, I thought you maybe would grab them. It was just like this, whatever. And he's acting like blah, blah, whatever, ditzy kind of about it. And then I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my mind. Then I have to do all this. So then that eats up that 30 minutes where normally I go for a quick run, which is not highly important. You know what I'm saying? No, but that's how you fit it in. That's genius. Yeah, that's how I have to fit it in because then I have to start my work day. So it just is like everything, the whole month of May, any mom that's out there, I promise you, if you have a real conversation about the month of May, May is bananas. We're just in survival mode. All moms that have kids in school are in survival mode in the month of May. I forget what day too, Mason had a lunch at school where like he got to read a poem and you came to and had lunch with him and he, oh, I remember what happened. This is what happened. So I am leaving for school in the morning, 630 in the morning. And I open the garage and I look and Jeff has a flat tire, like completely flat. His car's in the garage and his tire's flat. Is he home? He's home. Okay. He's asleep. Okay. And I literally say to Emerson, which this is so terrible. Oh my gosh. Jeff has a flat tire. I'm going to pretend like I didn't see it because I had, (laughs) I had planned Mason's luncheon was at one. So I had packed clothes and stuff to take a shower at my parents' house. I had my work bag. All of it was in the car. I was going to take the kids to school, go to my parents, work until one o'clock go to the luncheon at Mason's school, go back to my parents and work and then pick the kids up from school and drive home because Mason had this luncheon and it's like a 25, 30 minute drive. So I was like, I'm not going to drive back in the morning and then drive back there at one o'clock. I'll just do whatever. But Jeff has a flat tire now. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I see this at 630 in the morning and I say to Emerson, I want to pretend like I didn't see that. But then of course, that's not the right thing to do. So I drive my kids to school I call Jeff a couple of times. He doesn't answer because he's sleeping. And Mason says, I don't want to eat my packed lunch when you come back for our school picnic because you're just supposed to come and sit and eat lunch with them outside. He's like, will you bring me Arby's? And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to have time to bring you Arby's. Like, that's just like one more thing. Like I can't do Arby's. And he's like, mom, it's a special every, lots of moms are bringing lunch. And I'm like, I can't promise. I can't promise Arby's. I drive back. I go in. I wake up Jeff. I'm like, you have a flat tire. Cause I don't know if he's going to need me help to like drive him, like right, drive right. or whatever. He actually pumped up his tire himself and drove himself, but then I'm at home. So I get ready. I drive back to go to the luncheon. I go to the Arby's that's in Granville. The fryers aren't working. I what? go to the Arby's. Wait, there's an Arby's in Granville? Wait, stop, stop there, stop there. When did there there get an Arby's in Granville? So you know where the Cherry Valley Lodge? Yeah, there's an Arby's there now? So right beside there, there's a Bob Evans and an Arby's. Okay, that's new. Okay. (laughs) Kelly. It's probably not really new, but it's new. First of all, okay, listeners, our small town is so small that this is news to me. Okay? When they put... a new, like when they put a Wendy's up, it was the biggest news because everyone like freaked out about that Wendy's because Granville is like a cute little village. Right. They didn't allow, there's no licensing or they didn't, they didn't permit for these things. Right. Yes. So this is big news. Now, if I ever said that to anybody living in the city that I live in, they think I was crazy, 
But this yeah. this is why I stopped Kelly because I was like, they put in Arby's. Oh my god! When I visit Granville, I'm gonna have to go see the Arby's. So you went and the fryers weren't working. Did you? I mean, and Kelly, I would have. Oh, did you turn into a mad person and just completely? I'm melt already down? like literally. Because my mo- whole morning, you know what I mean? Like I had packed all my stuff the night before to have my clothes so I could just stay in Newark all day. And then it's like, I'm literally drive to school, see the flat tire, drive to school, go back, wake up, Jeff, try to figure that out, work, get ready, drive. I'm like, I'll try to go to Arby's really fast. Go to Arby's, fryers are down. Go to the Arby's in Newark. Oh my God. Drive to the school picnic. Anyway, I'm just like every day, I probably have 20 stories like this that I feel like, oh, they have dance recital. Emerson has a field trip at Zumbezi Bay. Zumbezi Bay is like connected to the zoo, the Columbus Zoo. It's like a water park. Oh, this is new. It's not new. It's probably like 10 years old. <laughs> new to carry. Anyway, I, the school bus is coming from Newark with all the choir kids. I'm like, I tell the choir teacher, we're just going to meet you at Zumbezi Bay because we live in Columbus by okay, Zumbi sure, Bay. sure. But I have to be at dance recital by 1130 for the staff meeting and to get ready for the matinee. So I'm supposed to go to Zumbezi Bay at 1015, which is just perfect. I'm going to meet the buses, take Emerson to the field trip, drive to the matinee. We get to Zumbezi Bay and the choir teacher lets me know they're running about 35 minutes late. So we're just waiting at Zumbezi Bay. And then literally like I have to drive like a psychopath to get to the recital in time. Anyway, it's just the whole month of May. That's what has happened. Like it's like shit show month of May for you and for me. Oh no, yours is way worse. (laughs) Well, listen, when Bean starts school, I know it's only one child, but it just shit as much as there's structure and they're at school all day, yeah, it's also just like stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, first of all, if you had to be at an office, there's no way you would do your life. You couldn't do it. No. No. Not even a little. Not even a little bit could I do it. Which means that, I mean, the workplace, it is changing because there's remote, but like it is not friendly to mothers at all. No, I, I literally sometimes, and, and listen, I think that my older two, Cameron and Kenzie felt it very much. And, but I couldn't, I was in an office when Cameron and Kenzie were young and I was literally there from like eight to five, eight to five thirty. Sometimes Cameron would have a basketball game at like four 30, a JV basketball game. I couldn't go to that basketball game. Right. Unless I literally took a half day off work. So there, the world has changed. I think it's in a positive way. Yeah. I 1 million percent will always say that. And I also am a workaholic, but any company that I ever work for gets way more than 40 hours a week from me. But I do have balance in the sense that I can take my kids to school. I can go to the luncheon. I can pick them up after school, but it's still cray cray and a lot because I'm doing all the things all the time. One of my uh, students slash friends, she is a mom of two kids, one's 10 and one is just going into middle school or high school. Anyways, but she's also a special needs high school teacher, which makes her an absolute saint. Like that's literally what 
the definition of a saint is. But she tells me that the month of May, she just wants to slit her own throat, like not even to be too dramatic. Yeah, I just, the whole month, I'm always literally like, and um, just because of, you know, their dad's schedule, wink, wink, Carrie, but yep. he, I had the kids, which listen, there are lots of moms, single moms that do this shit on their own 30 days a month, 31 days a month, all the things. But I, I did have the kids like 23 days this month. And in past, we had shared parenting. We still have shared parenting, but I had the kids a lot this month. And so sometimes like with dance and stuff, those days would have been days that I don't have kids, but I've had kids. And so right. it's this whole flush of like, everyone figuring out all the things and i i literally can't wait until june 1st when do the kids get out of school today's the last day today's it today is the last day of school mason had it mason is going on to middle school we had an award ceremony last night and today is the last day Congratulations, Mason. Oh my God. So amazing. It's so it is officially summer. So you say you can't wait till June 1st because also you guys are doing end of the month for work. Well, you know what? I just have to say, I don't, the, it shouldn't be this way, but in my mind, like until the calendar flips, it's like, I get to start over on June one. And I feel oh, like I see. it's just such a shit show that it's like, I just can't wait till June 1st. And I'm like, start my whole life over. But really that shouldn't be my uh, mindset. My mindset should be like last day of school. Tomorrow's going to be amazing. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. And we're also, because greener grass here is on a academic calendar, we have, we decided that last year because it's, it really kind of made sense like viscerally to us, like yeah, that it kind of comes to this time of year and moms, not that we just have moms listening. We have a lot of different types of people listening, but, uh, take a little bit of a break, but we're with Digitent Podcast. We will not be taking as long as a break as we did last year. Um, but we are going to get, you know, lots of stuff lined up to give you guys season four. Can you believe that? Mary, it's really super weird to me. That's weird. It's so weird. And it's so crazy. And you know what I think is so intriguing and interesting because I do love, I love doing this. Just, I mean, this is literally just fun for us in lots of ways. We love our listeners. We love the feedback we get, but it's incredible because the, the, guests like come to us in waves. I feel like there's times where it's like, we don't really have a ton of people lined up. And then all of a sudden it's like, we have seven or eight amazing people ready to go. And so I, I can't believe we're in season four and I can't believe that you and I continue to network and meet amazing, incredible humans. I mean, I guess that shouldn't be surprising. There are so many great people out there, out there in the world that are doing you know, finding their path and doing their thing, but season four. I know. And it feels like over time and maybe other people who build audiences in other ways feel this way, but like it kind of forms itself after a while. Cause like we go in thinking, okay, it's based on me and Kelly's uh, the way we reconnected, but then it just goes so much farther than that. Um, and somebody said to me recently, they're like, we love that you have this, actual geographic hometown connection 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know a lot of other podcasts or TV shows or whatever that actually do that. And we all, we always bring it back to that. Shout out to the Arby's in Granville. Who knew? Hold on. What's up, Bean? Are you, are you going to use a stinky bathroom? Oh my goodness. She goes, are you going to use a stinky bathroom? Every single time we go get food out, she needs to know if the bathroom is stinky. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. So Kelly, off the topic, but I just saw the Little Mermaid yesterday. Okay, I I was just watching a um, preview for it, and it looks so incredibly good. Okay, so I'm shouting. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Okay, spoiler so, alert on the Little Mermaid. If you really don't want to know and you want to be completely surprised, stop listening. Stop listening. There's not going to be tons of more conversation after this. So if you stop listening now. You're not going to be spoiled. Also, I'll put it on the show notes. But Kelly, one of the reasons why I wanted to go, besides the fact that it's my, like, me time. Yes. Because did you go by yourself? I did, of course. That's what I love to do. Ace is not interested in seeing The Little Mermaid. But also, like, you know, I went on vacation. and I, But I was also by myself with a three-and-a-half-year-old for the last two-and-a-half weeks. Because Listen. right before that... Asa, I don't need to justify it. I'm saying that vacations with kids. I know. Require vacations afterwards. Listen, I think it's amazing because you get this quality, really amazing quality time with your child, and it's so amazing and good. But I am uh, when my kids were little and I went on vacation, I got my ass kicked. I was exhausted. Oh Oh yeah, exhausted because I, I just can't. And this has been since she's been alive. Yeah. I can't really take a nap when she's not sleeping. Like, I can't sleep when she's not sleeping for, for two reasons. I just can't fall asleep. Like, I'm too alert. Yeah. And then also, she's like, Mama, I want to do X, Y, and Z. So yeah. it doesn't really matter if I get technically enough sleep. You know how it is when, like, like when you, when you can't sleep when you're tired and you have to yeah. sleep when someone else is tired. Yeah. Yeah. That's challenging. And it, and it doesn't, it doesn't include Asa because he sleeps whenever he's needs sleeping. Like yeah. I'm always, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And then I had friends with me. I had friends and my brother with me, but you would think that I would be able to like, okay guys, I'm going to take a nap. Yes, Bean, you went to the pool when we were in Hawaii and let them take care of Bean. But the problem is, is that Bean doesn't want that. She wants me. Right. So in theory, that would work. Yeah. But not in practice. So ass kicked, obviously, in that way. But we still had so much fun. But I went to The Little Mermaid because I was like, I need my me time. So yeah. I was very curious about how they were going to fix all the problems with the storyline because Little, Little Mermaid, I, I don't know if everybody would uh, consider it a problematic storyline, but I have always considered the Little Merma- Mermaid a problematic storyline. Girl sees boy. Girl falls in love with boy without even talking to the boy, <laughs> without yeah. knowing anything about the boy. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Girl wants to change her whole entire life structure, everything, 
because of boys she's never talked to, then when she does get to hang out with boy, the queen has taken, or the, the, the evil queen has taken away her voice, like yeah. literal, her voice, literal and figuratively. Yeah. And she has to woo him using her girl powers of flirtation. Yes. I get everything you're saying. Yeah, for sure. Everybody gets it. And then and then at the end they have to get married because that's what you do even though you've never had a conversation with said boy. I've always had trouble with this. I yeah. love the music. It is a classic. I loved it when I was a kid. I was wondering how how and if they were going to fix it because I felt like if they didn't fix it it would be problematic. So, how they fixed the whole Okay, the one thing that I don't understand is how Triton has a bunch of daughters who don't look like they're from the same mother okay because they say they say they had a mother but they don't you know what i'm saying and all yeah. these daughters like reign over different parts of the ocean yeah so is he like the lion king and he's got all these is it paul you know what i'm saying is he like yeah. is he like a mormon triton not yeah. sure not yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. This is a lot of analyzing. <laughs> yeah, right. But people do it. Yes, for so sure. So they, they checked the box of diversity, but they didn't explain how. Yeah. Because saying that he was like a Lion King type of situation probably would not have gone over very well. And so Triton is um, the actor. Oh, my God. What is his name? I'm going to. Anyways, he's a very well-known actor. And, uh, and the, the, the little mermaid is this, um, light skinned black woman, beautiful, beautiful voice. So the way they fixed the whole like Prince Eric thing is that basically it's, they never say it, but to me, it's like, it's Jamaica. Like it's the royalty of Jamaica ish. Okay. But, but fantasy. Yeah. And so there is a myth that the sea god is angry and that is why there's so many broken um like uh grounded uh drowned ships right there in the ocean because the sea god gets angry and he he takes it out on the humans and the human and mermaid um the myth of the mermaid like they don't get along like it's it's you know they're always whatever anyways long story short Prince Eric, the white boy, apparently washed up on the on the the shore, and that is how he became the adopted son of this Jamaican royalty. Okay, yeah. And so they also added that it's not just Ariel's voice, but that she has a siren song, and it's a magical power, which I thought was very smart. Okay. So the vo- the 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 um the evil Ursula takes away her siren song, but also her literal voice. So that kind of made sense. And then she shows up. She's a human. She's got feet, legs, everything. And the little caveat is that, and this is how they fixed it. Ursula planted in the spell that she has to get this true love kiss before three days ends. But in the spell, she makes, Ariel forget about that. Okay. But because Sebastian and Flounder are there in the background while she's making the spell, they realize that she has to get the kiss. And so they're the ones trying to get her to kiss Eric 
But then every time they mention it to Ariel, the spell makes her forget it again. So she's not trying to kiss him the whole time. Got it. So, okay, then they kind of make it that she's obsessed with humans and that she wants a different life for herself. So there's no marriage at the end. There's, there's not none of that. It's just her wanting to be a human. And she ends up being like the, the ambassador between both their nations. Okay. Are you intrigued or is it just me? <laughs> no, listen, I'm excited. I've been excited to go and see, like, I I'm ready to go see it. It sounds really good. I heard and, it's beautiful. Yeah. The, the, the visuals, like obviously, um, you know, technology has come a long way. She's gorgeous. Her voice is beautiful. I loved the direction they went with it. They modernized some of the parts a little bit, but they didn't yeah. um, change it too much. And then when she was, what do we call her? Mute when she was yeah. a human, they did voiceover for her, her, her singing so that she was singing, but she wasn't doing it. Okay. She's singing in her mind. Got it. Anyways, <laughs> I'm excited to see it. I am. Like I thought about it. This the kids. I'm taking the kids to see Moulin Rouge tomorrow. Oh, that's great. Wait, the, the show, show, the Broadway show. Is it? Is it in Columbus? It's in Cincinnati. But my niece ah. is in Cincinnati. Okay. So we're going to see her, and we're going to see Moulin Rouge. So I had thought, like, I saw that it came out, and I was like, oh, I should have taken the kids to Little Mermaid. Um. It would have been cheaper, too. But then I'm like, I can't do Little Mermaid and Moulin Rouge in the same weekend. It's too, it's too much. Um, I love how you said things were going to calm down. But no, you've got a trip to Cincinnati on Saturday. <laughs> I know. But listen, that is so who I am. You know what I mean? Like, I am yeah. always crazy. But in but- your mind, it's more relaxing because there's not a responsibility. It's you guys are doing this fun thing. Yes, I chose it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you chose it. That's different than having a schedule kind of forced on you, you know, field trips and, and things scheduled by the school, but definitely it's a good thing to do. Like, you know, in June, you guys will have so much fun watching it. Um, I doubt, I know your kids are smarty pantses, but I doubt they're going to have the same reaction. For sure. The the analysis that I have just made. Will Bean go and see Little Mermaid or no? No. And the reason why I didn't take her, I would have taken her, but she, She's gotten to the age where she's like, Mama, I don't want to see Ursula in, a, in the dark movie theater. It scares yes. me. Yes, I totally get that. Side note, Melissa McCarthy kills this role. That's she what kills I it. I can't wait. I was so impressed with her. Like, the sarcasm and the also sticking to the original, like, accents and how the original was sung. And yeah. um, the way she uses her eyes, it is, it is, uh, I mean, I would, I would venture to say, like, I hope she wins awards for that because it's an incredible, in- incredible role she, she just played. Well, I'm so excited to scope this out. Yeah. I'll let you know. I'll circle back and let you know um, what I think. And um, I'll see if I notice the changes. I think they're impossible to not notice because it's like, okay, they, they, they make very clear that they're not in Europe. Yeah. 
like they're in a Jamaica or a Bahamas or a St. Thomas, they're somewhere there. And, um, the Eric, Eric's whole thing. And that's the other thing. This, this, this Prince Eric has a purpose too, not to just get married. Like his purpose is to be an explorer and he wants to explore the world and get trade going with their country and other countries. But his mom, the queen doesn't want him to leave the island because so many shipwrecks like basically he's endangering his life because the sea gods are angry so now that they you know so spoiler alert spoiler alert so at the end instead of getting married they go off and explore the world together yeah on the boat which is amazing yes i was like all right disney go fix it and do it well i love it um so I miss seeing you and talking to you. The three last three weeks, they went quick, but um, me and Kelly are going to have just a couple weeks of breathing room to, or maybe not, because when we get these um, guests scheduled, they happen when they happen, and we'll come back at you pretty soon. We're not taking a huge yeah. break this time, but we'll take a, a little breather for all you um, parents out there who are just maybe not doing your regular commutes, not doing your regular laundry and stuff. You're taking vacation. I have an extraordinary amount of uh, my clients out of town right now, actually. Do you? Yeah, like a lot. And they're not, they're all, you know, all walks of life. Some parents, some not parents. They're just taking trips. And um, it's a little quiet here, honestly, right now. Well, that's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Um, All right, Kel, it's been a ball. Season three, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Season three. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Okay. It is a wrap on season three. Oh, and Bean's hiding. She would like to let you guys know. Uh, It has been amazing having you guys here. I hope you guys have. What is it, Bean? You're scared of what? The recording? Don't be scared. Can you just let me mama finish? Okay, are you going to come out? No. Okay, just hold on for me, okay? Okay. So, listeners, uh, we hope you have an amazing start of your summer. We will be back um, before you know it. And we're going to start season four off with the bang with some amazing guests. And you get to check in with our ridiculousness of our lives and the realness of it. So, please become part of the family, opt into our uh, newsletter. We are not annoying. We do not send out newsletters and emails every single day. So if you just want to, you know, get some photos and links of some of our guests and just a little bit more information, any breaking news we may have, go ahead into the show notes and opt in there. You can also check out The Expecting Aerialist. If you're not an aerialist, it doesn't matter because that's the one thing the guests have in common. But really, we talk, We just had an episode on menopause and, and, and how women are so ill-equipped to go into this part of our lives, like I know nothing about it. We talk about contraceptives. We talk about um, postpartum, how to, how to feel better in our bodies after we have babies. So it's, it's, uh, it's not just for aerialists. So if you want to check it out, and then also all of the wellness-based um, programming from Digitent Podcasts. All right, guys, it has been a joy to be with you. Please join us. Um, make sure you hit subscribe wherever you get your podcast so that when we do drop into four season, you'll get, um, you'll get it downloaded to you and you'll get a notification. All right, my friends, uh, thank you. Please honor us with a five-star rating and a review. It means so much to us. Smash the five stars. And, uh, you know, we'll see you on the other side 
All right, guys, over and out. This is Greener Grass.